Hi, I'm Jess. And I'm George. And this is Transpantastic, a podcast about gender, identity, orientation, and all of the life and stuff and things that happens between it. <laughs> Fuck. Like, all, all the things. We are recording last effing minute because of all the effing things. Some of them are good, and some of them could be worse, and some of them are just a lot of delays. Yeah. So so much so that we made a plan C that we would end up releasing late. Which we may end up still doing, depending right. on how long it takes me to get this edited. We will see. Oh my gosh. Yeah, among the crazy things that happened was the Fall Festival, which we discuss pretty much every year, because pretty much every year there's something worth discussing about it. Yes. This is the school's alternative to a Halloween party. Correct, and it's a fundraiser, so... So we go. Well, even right before that, with the anticipation of going, I decided to shave my face so that nobody would say anything about my beard. (laughs) (laughs) Which we've we've had before. Which has, yes. At the fall festival, we've had this. At the fall festival, someone comments on your beard because our kids' first year there was your first year of transition, and people were aware of it because a lot of that staff already knew me. And so that's the, the typical response of complimenting your masculinity is to say, nice beard. Yes. So I shaved it. <laughs> there was no beard. There was no beard. There was pretty much no facial hair. None. Yeah. You, you even overdid your sideburns. I had to take them off too, yeah. You did. Yeah. Poor guy. I did. I was fine. Yeah. It was kind of weird to look in the mirror and go, whoa, where'd my facial hair go? Like, yeah. What's happening here? Yeah. I like your, your little patch of goatee. It, it's it's going along okay right now. Yes. I did make the sideburns too short again this morning. They're, they're better than they were. Yeah. So the fall festival, you know, teachers set up things in the rooms and not all the rooms have things, but... Number two's teacher did have a little basketball hoop thing set up in her room, and she needed volunteers. And he brought me the paper at the last minute, which is how he does, and said, hey, she really needs somebody to do the time because she has her son there and wants to go with him, you know, around the festival. And I said, okay. I looked at the time slots, and she had like one of the last, if not the last time slot for herself. So I thought, that's perfect, because I didn't want to go too early to the festival, because we do that, and then we wish we were leaving already, and we're not. True. So we went a little bit later. And so I signed up for the slot at the end there, and I wasn't real thrilled about it at first, because I thought, well, you know, there might be interaction with people, and... That that is generally what you expect when you are signing up to work a classroom booth at the fall festival at a school. Or signing up for something that involves... And anything that is fundraising at schools. There might be people. They're, they're, right. Yeah. But fortunately, there were mostly only children. That's good. Yes. And there were small people that were fairly pleasant to interact with. Some of them were more fun than others. And I found myself surprised to enjoy the task. And I discovered that it was an excellent place to hide out from the rest of the fall festival, (laughs) which is probably what the parent in front of me was doing when she didn't leave right away when I got there. Right. Yeah. So next year you might sign up again just so you can go and not have to deal with it. If they have teachers that are doing something. Yeah, true. I noticed that not all of them do. Correct. So. Number, Number three child had a sub that week, so their class was not doing anything. Correct. But since there's two of them, there's a chance one of their classes will be doing something or I could tell the sped teacher, hey, I can do something. And yeah, Yeah. because she does something all the time. Oh, yeah. She always does. Yes, she does. So it was funny for me as I was working the mini basketball hoop game 
There's a range of ages there. They're yeah. like from preschool to middle school who are coming right. in to play this game. And I didn't realize one of the kids was the teacher's kid who just kept getting in line. He was kind of quiet guy, a little serious, kind of meek. I was working with her when she was pregnant with him. Oh, okay. And she kind of hid out in there too because she had a cold or something happening. But So the kids would get in line and I noticed that their interactions with me are different than they used to be. Mm-hmm. Now, kids typically don't have the same adult response of, Oh, we don't know what to do with the butch dyke, you know, the adults had right. in my past life. They they were more subconsciously attuned and biologically attuned to the fact that you had an estrogen-dominated body and seeked from you more nurturing responses. Yes. Now, they seek more approval responses. They do, and they were so thrilled to get my approval. And I was like, this is so easy, because I don't get to do this at home. You don't get to be approving at home. Oh no. my God, it's so true. I try and all I get is gripe dad or something. So never mind. Instead, now I, I play jokes on children, but we'll talk about children next time Ugh. or other our children. We'll talk yes. about other people's children this time. We'll, we'll talk about your gender presentation and the way that other people respond to it, including children. Yes. So continue. So the children were funny little people and they would come in and I would encourage them and approve of their trying. And they would really enjoy that. And so they'd get back in line and do it again. And some of them, like there was this one little girl who must have been like three or four. And uh, she had this little page haircut, which looked like that was not the haircut she was going to choose later. Uh-huh. But um, she wasn't sure at first. And I encouraged her and she tried. And, and I encouraged them to try, you know, good tries. And you're getting, you, you're getting good practice and, you know, that kind of stuff. Yeah. And they were very encouraged. And then she kept getting back in line. And, and then she got baskets. And she was so thrilled. That's great. And she'd look at me like, I did it. <laughs> you know, and you, you told me to. And yes. I did. And I was like, wow, this is really weird, you know? Yes. And then the boys just kind of, they sort of expect it. They, they also hope, if you're kind of quiet like I am, you can kind of feel that anticipation or hope, but, but they sort of expect it too. They expect it in a certain type of interaction with me as another male, which is something similar to what I noticed when number two's friends would start coming over and they would react very differently to me. So that was kind of cool. That know? is really It was neat. kind of cool to like have this really easy job that I enjoyed doing of, here's your encouragement. I'm glad you like it. My children don't, but this is cool. And you, you, you said something about that, and I thought, oh, don't, probably wasn't a good idea, but... Isn't it so nice to interact with, like, normal children? And I, I was staring at you like, yes, but you just said that out loud in front of the teacher, <laughs> you know? Yeah. But that's just how you are. Yeah. Cognitive filter, colander, <laughs> sieve. Pipeline. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But, you know, they can just deal with us. Subway. People can deal with us. Yeah. <laughs> Um, Canal, (laughs) Panama-sized. Yeah. Sioux locks. Anyway, yeah, it it was really neat to see, like, not only is it nice to have that annual reminder of here's what normal children are like, because you and I both in our professional existence deal with the not normal. Yes. And at home we deal with the not normal. Yes. And so it was nice to see, like, oh, there are normal Yeah, and it was fun to have that more comfortable interaction with the kids. I was never comfortable with them seeking that nurturing from me and me being like, no, I don't like it. Make it stop. Yes, (laughs) and that's great because like 
having your existence normalized by small people who don't even know any different. But, but, that, but that was just very comfortable. Yeah, uh, that's so good. And ni- nice to feel that in relation to my transition. Yeah. Those are the type of changes that, you know, I continue to notice that's in great. my life. Yeah. I'm so happy for you. Thank you. I was happy for me too. I could tell. Yeah. It's all over your face yeah. and your body language yeah. and yeah. So. All, all the things that we miss in a non-visual medium, but you're great. Oh, thanks. But those aren't the only times that the normies are reaffirming your existence. Continuing with this not Halloween, Halloween thing, your work as a government agency hosts children to come trick-or-treating through your building. They do. And it's gotten to be a a bigger deal in the last few years. It has. Mm -hmm. And because you and your work wife, who share a workspace, have been out of the office or in and out of the office as a matter of your job description. Yes. Would not be there at the time that they were going to be trick-or-treating. Typically, we are not, but that doesn't stop people. And most of the people on our floor right now haven't been there for a full year. And they they move people around anyhow. So some of the people on our floor that decided how we were going to decorate, and they'll send a bunch of emails first. What should we do? Let's decide. And I just avoid it because I can, because I'm a man. And you I don't do, have to yes. Play. yes. It's, it's great. I, I'm so jealous. It's so great for an introvert to be able to ignore the whole thing. I'm terribly jealous. And you're not even an introvert. I'm not, but you I just would much want- rather ignore all of the unnecessary girly-ass shit. I mean, party planning details. Yes. So I just ignore it and nobody cares. And then the, the lady down a few cubicles who, she's like one of the majorly straight cisgendered type people in the building, for sure, you know. The queen of the cis girls. Yes, and definitely on our floor. Okay. And they had these things, you know, these themes figured out. And she decided what our theme was going to be in our corridor. So she came down there and she said, so I think you and your work wife should be the king and the queen from Sleeping Beauty, because this is a, you guys are at the end before they go to Willy Wonka. And I said, okay, but we're not usually here. And she looked at me like, well, how dare you? Because (laughs) you're a guy and she's a woman and you, we need a king and queen. What do you think this is? (laughs) Right. And I felt kind of like, I'm an introvert, so, you know, I'm like, avoid the thing, avoid the thing. Don't be where the people are. Even if I was going to be there, right? I would not want to be there. <laughs> but I thought, well, that's kind of cool that now that my gender is recognized, I get chosen to be the king. Of course you do. Instead of some ridiculous thing that I would never consider. And it's hilarious to me that they consider your work wife to be the queen. And when you mentioned this, the thing that went through my head was... The last time I had a work spouse, we were like total beards for each other. Everybody thought we were together and we were both gay as fuck. Mm-hmm. And it's hilarious because you've met this guy. I yes. mean, like nobody with any sense of cultural awareness would even consider this guy to be straight. No, not at all. But half of our colleagues thought that he and I were a thing. And so that was my curiosity was, do you know, and of course, you don't interact with any of this gossip, but like, is that the talk? Is that like, do people make assumptions or say anything about that? Because the king and the queen, how straight girls do. I don't get that idea from people. I mean, they see us interact and we don't give that impression. Right. I think I do wonder if people it crosses people's minds because there's a guy and a girl walking around together a lot. Like typically because my work wife is very social, she will go off she'll say, I need to go and do the thing 
Do you want to go with me? She's the one who drags your poor introvert ass to all the things. Yes, and I go because she'll do everything while we're there and I can just watch. There you go. And be part of it by standing there. And it's perfect for me. And then she has somebody going with. Right. But so we walk around and we were walking around to see other people's areas where they decorated as mostly as an excuse to get away from our desks, take a walk. And neither one of us is good at staying put. So it's good that we have jobs where we don't have to do that. Yeah. So I was kind of like, cool, I could be the king and no thanks. But that's still really neat that like just yeah, that's how regular people who perceive you as male treat you as male. And it, it reminds me of that discussion we had about how gender shouldn't matter except when it does. Right. Because I would totally be the king, but nobody else would see me as the king. And I sure as hell don't want to be the queen unless I'm a drag queen. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking I could wear that hat with the beard, the knitted beard. That would be funny to wear. That would be But funny. that would be too hot. It would. Because Willy Wonka and his next office mate down, who ended up being the blueberry, the kid that turns into a blueberry, right. were very hot and sweaty. They were I not bet. happy. They Yeah, your office has climate control issues, but anyway. Yeah, and you don't want to wear something like that with more people in the space. No. But anyhow, I know better. And then it, then I ended up not having as many things scheduled, but I decided not to be there anyway, because you're not required. Nobody can force Halloween on you or any other holiday right. in the workspace. And we, we've had other things going on with all the people we're in charge of. <laughs> all yeah. the things. Yeah. So, so, you know, I could leave. So I, I knew I was going to be gone regardless. And and I knew that my work wife was going to be gone, but I agreed to the cisgendered straight lady that I would certainly tell my work wife about what she was asking. Yeah. But it was very unlikely we would be there. So my work wife's solution was that she would cover our chairs in a fabric and put crowns on them. And that's where the king and queen were, but they were gone. That's totally great. Yeah, that was great. And I said, that's good. I said, if I get to it, I'm going to make a cardboard cutout of the king and put him in my spot. There you go. And you did. I did. I made a cardboard cutout like bigger than life. Yeah. It was like six foot something. King, it was... Of King Stefan. Yes. That's totally great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the thing that cracks me up about this is it reminded me of when we replaced the cooktop in the kitchen. And when I realized that I had ordered the wrong size, I was like, well, it's only off by like a quarter inch in one direction and a half an inch in the other. So we can just chip out this tile. And just chipping out this tile took us all day. And so then you're saying, oh, I'm going to make a cardboard cutout of the king and I'm going to use construction paper. And and I'm thinking, that's going to take you all day. And you're thinking about maybe making the queen, t- that's going to be all weekend. But Yeah, and I was thinking, you know, four or five hours, probably maybe six. No, it was all day. It was all day. Really, really all day. Even, even after the kids stopped interrupting every few minutes. So... So, so you made a king. I did. I you, made so it. So now you have a king. Stand I do. Up. I do. I like him because he sits on the other side of my stand up. He stands on the other side of my stand up desk, blocking the rest of the people that I had to say hello to every day. Oh, that's totally great. Is he facing out so that yes. people see your king face? Yeah, that's they awesome. see the king. He's taller than me. Most people that's are. So great. Yeah. yeah. True. And uh, short guy. And lots of people really liked him. Oh, that's great. Because his face came out really good. The rest of them just you know kind of plain because he's a cartoon. And they would come over and say to my work wife. Who made this? And she would say, George did. And they'd say, oh, like, I can't do that. You're a man. You're not supposed to be that kind of crafty. Well, and and I don't act 
like I should be crafty, I guess. Like the guy next to us, who is Willy Wonka, he acts like he should be crafty. He's the guy who does like the floral arrangements in the office and like does the interior decorating. And when they order new posters or paintings for the walls, he does the... He made a chocolate fountain that went from the wall. It wasn't a real chocolate fountain, but it looked like a chocolate, you know, it... Like he made things out of boxes and, you know, plastic bottles that you have water in, tubing that goes from the dryer to the vent. And he made all kinds of stuff. I bet he did. Yes, he did. He came down the down the corridor one day looking for my work wife or somebody. He, he, he had a, a big ball that he had wrapped in cellophane paper and he was standing there and he had ribbon, you know, stuck under his arm. And he said, uh... And he looked around and he hesitated. He was looking for your work wife for... to try and have somebody tie it for him. And then he says, uh, can you help me? <laughs> and he I was said, clearly uncomfortable approaching another well, male for help with no, this crafty No, task. he wasn't uncomfortable because he's used to me. Okay. He was just not sure was... if I was capable. Oh, I'm not sure if that's better or worse. <laughs> yeah, like, oh, uh, should I bother asking this guy? Because usually it's easy to ask women to do this crafty thing. Yeah. And, um, and I said, I can try. Uh, I'm not good at bows. And he said, that's okay. Just tie a knot and I'll tie a bow. So I helped him. <laughs> that's totally yeah. awesome. Yeah. Well, after you made a king, maybe he'll uh, reconsider whether or not your attentions with craft makings are worthwhile. I don't, he, I don't know. He might. I didn't think of that. He's very efficient. So immediately took down all the stuff the next day, which most people did. Right. We still have King Stefan because uh, my work wife also likes him and she wants to dress him in different outfits for different occasions now that we are upon the holidays. I bet she does. Yes. And I like that he's blocking everything, so I'm thinking that's fine. Go oh, ahead, yeah. dress him up if you want to. But she's not crafty. Correct. She can sew. She can do paint your house, inside or out, wire a fixture, hammer things, saw things, whatever. But she can't draw things or cut them out or such. Which is why you would have been the one making a queen, too. Yes, but it was going to take too long, and my back didn't appreciate the first thing. Mm. So after she says, let's keep him and dress him in different outfits, she says, so can you make him a pilgrim hat? Oh, gosh. And I said, well, I could, but let's see what else we have, because I have a file of all the stuff the kids ever made for Thanksgiving, Halloween, Christmas. They, they always bring it home after the holiday, mm -hmm. so then I put it in the file for the next year. Right. So we have like umpteen number of paper turkeys made with <laughs> their do. hands and different yes. types of things glued to them. Yes. Yeah. And one of them is a little headband with, you know, paper feathers attached to it that you make probably when you're in kindergarten or first grade. Before you realize that cultural appropriation is wrong. Yes. Okay. Um, so King Stefan is currently wearing that on his head. Oh my god. Over his crown. Because it was there in the file. Uh-huh. And because it's so wrong. That totally like, fits the nature of your wrong. office, I'm just saying. Just like everything else here. Right? Yes. Welcome to government employment. I, I just thought, why should I make him a pilgrim hat that's just as bad? And we already have this thing. Yeah. Right? All right. So Fair enough. Right. I'm willing to make him, you know, a Santa hat or whatever, a Grinch hat. Yeah. would be better. So you mentioned when we were making notes on these things, you mentioned that even though you get all these external cues validating your gender, you still have these moments of like observing the world and making sure like, is this really the place I'm supposed to fit in the world? Is this really the way I'm supposed to man? Yeah. Now that I'm not as caught up in the other part of my transition of what's happening to my body and just trying to do the initial navigations of Manning. Yes. 
I still notice that. Like like today I was at the restaurant with my Jesus friend and um, I went to get the box and the guy, the guy says, oh, the boxes are over there. Just grab one. And I go get the box for my, f- you know, food. And he says, thanks, boss. And I'm always like, thinking, that's just so funny to me. Yes. And then I decided when I was driving home, I thought my, my wife is gender different. I should just say thanks, boss, to my wife all the time or whatever somebody said to me that day. Yeah. Because that would be cool. I would totally dig you that. You would like it. See? I would. Yeah. I would. And, and the kids would be like, what? You know, and I think it's great to model those things. I do too. So, um, so that's what I thought of today. I thought that would be funny. Yeah, because it would like, be enjoyable. I, I remember a couple times now that I've mentioned that my most strongly identified pronoun is they, but I don't, you know, I have tangential identification with any of the other remaining options. You know, you say she most of the time and other people are like, but is it she or is it they? And is he misgendering you? And I'm like, no, but I think it would be great to do some of those things. Yes, because... Often, uh, one of the kids will say, yes, sir, and then look at you like, oh, is that okay? Yes. Did I just say the wrong thing? And you'll say, no, that's fine. Because, and the thing I tie it to is Star Trek, where everyone is sir. Yes. And now the Orville also, that has everyone is sir. Yes. Because that is a term of respect, and it can be... Unfortunately, masculine is neutral. It is the assumption of masculinity as default, which is a whole other issue, but I'm okay with being default and I'm okay with being masculine by default. Yes, you are. So I can be boss. So there you go, boss. All right. (laughs) It's like the time that I told my principal something, something, bro. And he looks at me for a second, like, bro. And I was like, if I didn't have these lumps on my chest, you wouldn't be looking at me twice. No. And I didn't say that out loud. He totally wouldn't. No. No. And so it took him like a few times to get used to the fact that I was going to call him bro and man and dude. Uh And that I was going to drop my voice at the end of my sentences instead of the uptick. Yes. And after that, he was like, oh my God, I love this person. Mm -hmm. That's great. My new principal is still getting used to it. Yes. But she also, mm, again, a whole nother story. Yes, it is. And we'll probably talk about those stories. Should we be able to clear the way to get to the microphone? Yeah. Due to time and events. So is that it for now? I think that'll be it, or you won't have time to edit this thing. So that's it. We'd love to hear from you. So let us know what you think or what you want to hear about by emailing us at transpantastic at gmail.com or by commenting at our website, transpantastic.net. Don't forget to subscribe in Stitcher, iTunes, or your favorite podcatcher and leave us reviews and star ratings. Disclaimer time. We are neither your doctor nor your mental health professional. We are here to discuss our own lives, so we take no responsibility for your decisions based on our discussions. If you are considering transition, please seek professional assistance. If you are considering parenting while transitioning, you definitely need professional assistance. All contents are distributed under a Creative Commons no-derivative license and may be shared freely in their entirety. Any alteration or less-than-complete reproduction requires permissions of the hosts. Thanks for listening! There's the heater. Yeah, it's doing it one more time. Mm Mm-hmm. Hopefully. Do you want to go check and see if... Do you want to go... You're not helping. I'm trying to ask you. I know what you're trying to ask if I'm going to go check, but I trust that number zero did.
<laughs> no, I won't check. I'm going to talk about nonsense. <laughs> yes. You're, you're having a yawnathon. <laughs> yeah, it's disrupting our. You're going to have a lot of yawn editing. Uh-huh. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was. Uh, I'm really trying hard not to yawn, but like to the point where your lip is quivering. <laughs> yep. <laughs> True fact. Yeah. Continue. This is funny, though, because <laughs> we were supposed to record last night, and you said, I know, you said this to me like in the morning or the day before, I know that night is not your time, but the only <laughs> last chance we have is tomorrow night, which was last night. And I said, okay, I'll make it work. And so I, I took my vitamins late in the day, like w- way in the afternoon. <laughs> yes. And then I drank coffee at like five o'clock. Uh-huh. And then I finished working. I got home at like quarter to ten and I had to still eat. Yes. And you but I get home, it's quarter to ten, and you are like a t- totally asleep. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm like, what? <laughs> I know. Since when? I know. And this is odd because I'm the night person and you're the morning person. Yes. Too. And then I so I thought, well, I'll go eat and you'll probably go back to sleep. And then you sent me a text saying, So are we gonna record now? And I said, Sure, now is fine. I came upstairs and, and you were kinda grumbly about it and said I was hoping you were gonna say tomorrow <laughs> i'm like then then say how about tomorrow i did <laughs> I, I said are we doing it tonight or how how choppy is your schedule tomorrow can we do it tomorrow i think was what i don't remember the exact well stop stop dog, dog. you can't do that Ugh. over here go around go on this side right here right here <laughs> Pump everything on his way, of course. So continue. And usually you want to do things at night. And I thought, okay, you were t- you were resting and you wanted to get this done. And mm-hmm. and the option was tomorrow. And, and that had seemed like a bad idea. But anyhow, the point is, I was awake and you were asleep, which is not the way we do things around here. That's true. So, so. after we figured out that we weren't doing it last oh night. Oh my gosh, yes. Which so is anyway, difficult. I'm sorry I for being difficult. And, and now you're just barely awake. Oh, this getting up crazy early thing is kicking my butt. I am not a morning person. I am usually a night person, but this forced morning personness is killing my any personness. Well, you do. You did stay up. Remember, we stayed up too late, like Sunday night, and then we really regretted it on Monday. Uh-huh. Yeah. So we both stayed up to like 11 something, 12 How, maybe. Uh, we are so old that staying up late is 11 something. I know. <laughs> I was reading last night until 12, and I told myself 12 was it, and then 12.05. And, so yeah. anyway. Anyhow, so back to the people. Yes. at the basketball hoop. <laughs> <laughs>